today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie uh, The redress scheme for survivors of the mother and baby institutions will open for applications on the 20th of next month, the 20th of March. Details of the scheme, which was originally due to open last year, were confirmed yesterday by the Minister for Equality, Roderick O'Gorman. Well, to tell us more about this, I'm joined on the line by Dr Maeve O'Rourke, who's lecturer at the University of Galway and co-director of the CLON project. Uh, Dr O'Rourke, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us again on the programme. As I mentioned there, the redress scheme, it was supposed to open last year. Can you remind us about why it has been so delayed? Well, I'm not actually sure, Claire, why um, it has been so delayed. The Taoiseach's apology following the Mother and Baby Homes Commission report was in January 2021. So it's now over three years since that. And of course, there were many years before then when it was um, quite clear that there would need to be arrangements made for a scheme like this. So do you understand now how the scheme will work and how quickly the applicants will be able to get their payments? The Minister announced yesterday that they are actually going to prioritise older applicants. So essentially, once the applications come in, they'll be ranked by order of age and the older applicants will be dealt with first. Um, The department has advised people that it's a simple application. I haven't seen the form yet, um, but that they won't need to submit records. I presume that's because the Minister holds the archive of the Mother and Baby Homes Commission and will be able to do the search himself. But we know from previous experience of the Magdalene Laundry Scheme, there will no doubt be some people who, you know, don't show up on the records as they recollect or at all. And so I think for some people it might be a little more complex. Mm -hmm. But there are tens of thousands of people who could be eligible for this. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Now, one of the huge problems with this scheme is that actually 24,000 of the estimated 38,000 people alive now who were born in the institutions are fully excluded from the scheme. So that's about two thirds of the people still alive who were born in the institutions are not eligible at all. Um, And that's because the government has put a requirement that you have to have been kept in one of the institutions for more than six months. So people who were separated from their mother before the age of six months are considered not to have suffered harm deserving of redress. Mm -hmm. And there was huge pressure, I know, at the time that that announcement was made that those people be included, but that hasn't happened thus far. No, it hasn't, which is really concerning. It seems to me to be unconstitutional discrimination. We haven't had any rational explanation as to why a person who was in an institution for just over six months before being unlawfully separated versus a person who was there for five months, 29 days, uh, you know, why they're different. And so um, certainly we've actually advised people to seek legal advice. I don't actually think that this scheme will um, survive constitutional litigation, but that isn't something that people should be forced to do. The Mm -hmm. amounts are quite limited. For example, a woman as a mother who was detained for up to three months will be entitled to €5,000. So really for the sake of these payments, it's extremely upsetting for people and highly unfortunate that the government hasn't yet amended it. I know there's another change that you'd like to see as well. Uh, You'd like to see those people who are eligible for the payments to be given an enhanced medical card as well. Yes. So under the scheme, as it's currently designed, 
you will only receive an enhanced medical card if you were in the institution for more than six months. So that means that any mother who was there for between zero and six months is not eligible for the card, which makes no sense. The point of this abuse, you know, the the crucial aspect of this abuse, as explained by hundreds of survivors, both to the Commission of Investigation, but also to the government's own Oak consultation that was all about how the scheme should be designed. The crucial aspect of the abuse was the unlawful and forced family separation and the lifelong consequences that has had for people. It wasn't whether you spent five months or six months or two months in the institution itself. So the enhanced medical card is something that everybody should be accessing. And as I say, we in the Clan Project have repeatedly advised the government to provide this access to everybody who spent time in an institution, but also to people who suffered abuse when they were boarded out. Tens of people gave evidence to the Mother and Baby Homes Commission of their abuse as boarded out children. We had a very shocking finding by the commission that they couldn't tell how badly people were abused, but the evidence was right there um, on the pages of the report. And boarded out people are among the people who received declarations at the High Court that they had been unfairly treated by the Mother and Baby Homes Mm -hmm. Commission. Yes, the commission's findings are underpinning how this scheme has been designed. But the introduction of the application process, I know the organisation Beyond Adoption Ireland gave it a a broad welcome. It is some form of recognition and I absolutely hear your concerns around its limitations. But finally, these people are being heard and there is an acknowledgement that they need support. Absolutely. And I think there's probably quite a lot of people who've died between you know, interacting with the Mother and Baby Homes Commission and now, and this can't come soon enough. My point is that far more people need to be included. Uh, The payments are limited. Um, Even what an enhanced medical card gives you is very limited. It's it's pretty much the same as an ordinary medical card. There's no reason not to be including everybody. Um, And on the point about the payments and medical provision being limited, it really, in my view, isn't acceptable for the government, although it will be requiring people to uh, waive all of their rights to sue the state in court. So someone who receives a €5,000 payment from this scheme has to promise never to go to court. And in view of the findings of the Mother and Baby Homes Commission, which have been undermined by the High Court declarations and which are clearly unsupportable on their face, it's really problematic, I suppose, that everybody who signs up to this scheme will never be able to seek a court judgment that what they went through was actually legally wrong. Mm -hmm. And then we had the announcement yesterday as well, coupled with this um, information that the application process will be open, that there's going to be this special advocate for survivors, Patricia Carey, and your organisation, the Clon Project, has welcomed her appointment. So will you explain to us how important you see that role as being? Well, we absolutely welcome uh, the appointment of Miss Carey. She um, has really shown her dedication, uh, I think, as the head of the Adoption Authority of Ireland over the past year or so before she left um, in encouraging disclosure of, you know, to the maximum extent possible of records when people were using the new 2022 uh, Birth Information and Tracing Act. And um, she, yes, will be there as a special advocate is really I suppose, unfortunate that she wasn't there at the time that legislation like this redress scheme uh, was going through because so many survivors' concerns were just completely ignored and the government's own consultation 
uh, was ignored. Um, we have noted that her role is limited uh, on paper to engaging with the institutional survivors rather than adopted people as well. We'd certainly encourage everybody to engage with her and we absolutely wish her well in the role. Mm-hmm. Do you hold out any hopes that that legislation could be reopened now? I really do think that it's going to be litigated against, unfortunately, because I don't see how the discrimination between people who were in a mother and baby home before being unlawfully separated at five months old are in a different situation to people who were who, who experienced that at six months old. So it really is incumbent on the government to avoid that situation and there's no reason why it can't amend the scheme. Dr. Maeve O'Rourke, thank you once again for joining us and Maeve O'Rourke is co-director with the CLAN project. We'll be back after this. Text 51551 today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.